Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Well, I'm delighted that my special guest in the studio today is the pastor of a relatively uh, new church in Bournemouth. The church is called uh, Breath uh, of Life, and its pastor is Toyin Fakaridi. Ready? Have I got that right? That's correct. Excellent. Now, you're originally from uh, Nigeria. That's correct. But did you you come to Bournemouth originally, uh, Toyin, to study? Yes, I did. That was back in 2006 to study for my uh, master's degree. And what did you do your degree in? Uh, advanced computing. I know you're still at the university. Yes. <laughs> so, so now are you teaching computing? Yes, I'm teaching computing. Great. So I know who to call on if we have problems with all this gear here, you know. <laughs> well, um, I teach, well, I'm happy to, to do some work for you. That's fine if you can pay me. <laughs> <laughs> pay? <laughs> Just kidding, yeah. No, but the interesting thing is that you were saying that right from the early days, I mean, I, I said when you, because you were on Hope FM when you were a student. That's correct. That was your introduction when we were at the YMCA. That's correct. That was in 2007. And then I said to you, uh, just as we were talking off air, did you know then that you were likely to end up uh, being a pastor? Uh, And you said, yes, you always knew you were going to be a pastor, but you didn't see it then, did you? Yes, I knew. The Lord spoke to me when I gave my life to Jesus when I was a teenager. And the Lord showed me in during several encounters that I would become a pastor. And since that time, uh, the Lord began to prepare me for ministry. So... When I knew I was going to come to Bournemouth to do study for a master's degree, and uh, after that, by the grace of God, the church started in 2010. Fantastic, yeah. So, so it started with a with a dream, really, with a vision. That's correct. Uh, yes, uh, 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 and whatever. Now, obviously, when you how old were you when you came from Nigeria to the UK? How old was I? Yes, I was uh, 26 yeah. when I came to the UK. Now, having been to some African countries uh, myself, I know that uh, that coming into our culture, because in many of the African countries, there's a very strong Christian culture. That's right. Uh, not only that, but also a firm belief in the supernatural. That's correct, um, yeah. Coming into the UK culture, however, um, that must have been a bit of a culture shock for you. How, how did you find it? Well, when I came then, I was going to uh, Bournemouth's Citygate Church, then it was called Boma Family Church. I really loved it there. But then there were not too many churches around. Um, the only uh, you know, African church then was Reading Christian Church of God, and that only started, I think, that was in 2007 or 2008, thereabout. I'm not too sure about when it started. And yes, I, I believe, you know, the way we pray back in back in Nigeria, in Africa, the way we give so much attention to the word, that was a bit missing. But thankfully, when I went to I, when I went to Citygate Church, then called Boma Family Church, I felt at home, and um, it wasn't really too much of a sh- cultural shock, though, because then I was um, I was studying, I was also working because I had bills to pay, I had tuition fees to pay and all that. So I didn't really, I was really, really a committed churchgoer at that time because due to the challenges I was having at that time. Yeah, well, it happens to us all, doesn't it? Because Mm -hmm. the the pressures of life squeeze in and you have to put a... a crust on the table, don't you? And, yes. Uh, and, and where do you have a family? Yes, I do have a family. So you even mm. you need more, even more crust to put on the table. Yeah. Yes, I wasn't married then, though. I only, I got married in two thousand and eight. 
So I'm married, um, I'm married and I have two children. So romance blossomed in Bournemouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> More about that later. Um, okay. So the, the idea of, uh, of actually starting or founding a, a church, I mean, obviously you knew you were going to be a pastor, mm-hmm. but when did, when did that begin to, well, I suppose putting meat on the bones, when did God begin to say to you, and I tell you, now, now is the time. Yes, like I said, I when I came to Bournemouth, I was going to Citygate Church. Then again, like I said, Bournemouth Family Church. And the Lord spoke to me about assisting a pastor, um, the pastor of the Redeemed Church. And the Lord said I should assist him for a period of time. And I served there for roughly about a year plus. And then the Lord began to speak to me again about starting getting ready for the ministry he had commissioned me to start. At some point, the Lord said to me, I should go to Wexus Christian Center, uh, Pastor Brian Downward, and uh, to learn. So I was there for about roughly three months. And guess what? Throughout my time at uh, Wexus Christian Center, now called Discover Church, Pastor Brian kept talking about the teaching and pastoral ministry throughout the three months. That's amazing. And my last day at the church, unknown to Pastor Brian, he prayed for everyone called into the ministry, unknown to him that that was my last day, and the Lord had called me into the ministry, uh, the church that would start perhaps the following week. So he laid hands on me, prayed for it. I didn't tell him anything. And yes, so the following week, the church started. But isn't that encouraging? Because, Very uh, encouraging. Because uh, as you say, Pastor Downward we have no, no, had no knowledge of mm-hmm. yourself or, or what God was speaking to you about. But actually, God knew what he wanted to speak to you That's about. That's correct. And yeah. he knew clearly the channel in which to use, you know, mm-hmm. to get the message across to you. Hope FM, faith-filled radio. But just now, my very special guest is Pastor Toyin. Uh, he is pastor of Breath of Life uh, Church here in Bournemouth. Uh, church uh, took over the old St. Mary's uh, Church building. And uh, we were just talking about um, how you were in uh, the West's Christian Centre and mm-hmm. you'd heard Pastor uh, Downward talking uh, about going into ministry and so on. But obviously, you know, when the Lord gives a call and you had this call, uh, someday you were going to be a pastor, mm-hmm. It takes a lot of things to provide for a, a church, not the least as a, a building and finance mm-hmm. and all that. So from those services, how did it happen? How did things move? Okay, yes. Uh, the church was um, inaugurated on the 15th of August, 2010. And uh, then we were at uh, Premier Inn for about three years. So in 2012, we were meant to leave uh, Premier Inn because we had issues with storage and all that. You know how it is. And also... PA systems uh, PA up systems, and down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And also uh, flexibility. There are things we wanted to do, but we couldn't do due to time constraints and all that. So uh, we launched our building project in 2012 uh, called Project Cyrus. Sorry, I beg your pardon. 2013 called Project Cyrus. And uh, we began to look for building. Even though we didn't have the finance, but we trust God. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. In fact, the first building we went to view uh, uh, is what's called the First Church of Christ. The scientists, you know the building? Oh, yes, I know yeah. I know the building. It yeah. was in the market for £750,000. And um, we didn't even have £10,000 in our bank account then. <laughs> but we stepped up by faith and, uh, you know, 
in faith, trusting God that God will make provision. And um, and since then, we've been looking out for places. In 2014, we saw another place. Uh, I think that was a, a, a building, Telecom's house on South Coast Road. In 2015, we saw Milad House in Winton. And then 2017, we saw Wolf Day Service Road. All these properties, we couldn't afford them. But in 2017, uh, 2016, when we saw the Wolf Day Service Road uh, warehouse, by the grace of God, the Lord had blessed us with wonderful people, uh, the members of the Breath of Life Church, the, the leaders. These are really, really amazing people. We put funds together and we're able to raise funds to be able to afford to buy a property here in Bournemouth. Uh, our offer was accepted, but we because it was a warehouse, we needed to change the use from B1 to D1. And you know how it's like. I mean, it wasn't approved, so we couldn't get the property. So that was a, a, a door shut. A door shut. But this is the story of faith, isn't it? A door open, a door shut. Yes. I suppose in some ways it really tests faith, doesn't it? That's right. And, you know, when one door shuts, you know, God opens another one. And, you know, because, you know, when the Bible says that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose, sometimes when things don't happen the way we want them to happen, it's because God has a better plan. And so, because now we, that didn't work out well. But look at this. The following year, that was in 2018, this building, St. Mary's, became available. We, I mean, it, sometimes the way things work out, I, I, I just saw, we just saw the notification on Nextdoor app that the building was available, that, uh, that it was vacant, and then we, we made necessary contact and we discovered that it was owned by the, uh, the Diocese of Winchester, Church of England, and uh, we went to view the place. Yes, quite expensive, but the leaders, when we viewed the place for the first time, we joined our hands together and we prayed. And when we said, Father, we need this building for your work. And God honored the prayer. We got the building. The purchase was successful. The God made the provision for the vision. And here we are today, fully settled in our own place of worship. And I suppose having, having gone that exciting journey, mm-hmm. bumpy, a bumpy road to get yes. to, to the right place, but actually uh, at least you and all the members of the church can say, well, we, we know who did this. God did this. Mm-hmm. So in, in many ways it authenticates your, your ministry and also the fact that God wants you there. That's right. Now that was last June you, you moved in, was it? Yeah, June. Uh, we moved in on the 9th of June. And God has been amazing. Now, to, 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 to see how God works, because I believe that there's no coincidence in God and there's no accident in God. God is a God of purpose, is a God of plan. Uh, the year the church shut down, that St. Mary's was closed as a church, it was closed in 1997. That was the same year the Lord said to me that I was going to study in the in United Kingdom. And then 10 years, when I was studying for my master's degree in 20, 2007, I was living on the same streets, St. Mary's Road. On Curzon Road? Yes, I was living on that road. And every day I would walk past in front of the church, not knowing that God had reserved that place for our ministry. <laughs> Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. But my very special guest is Pastor Toyin. He's been selling, telling me the exciting story of, of how they took over the old St. Mary's uh, Church. And then, of course, it was, it was Springbourne 
uh, what was it? The Bourne the Bourne Centre, Bourne Spring Centre, Bourne Spring Centre, where the Citizens Advice Bureau were in there for at least there was a, not Citizens Advice, but there was an Advice Bureau in there along That's with right. other things. And in fact, I even remember that it was there was an outdoor pursuit centre there for a while. They had a climbing mm-hmm. wall and all mm-hmm. the rest of it. But of course, it could be nothing better because it, it was made for worship. The building. Did, yeah. did you have much work to do on it? Yes. When when we moved in, we we the place was bought on the seventeenth of May. And we wanted to move in, so we had three weeks. Now, the, the the property should have been, you know, complete. The purchase should have been completed sometime around February. We had ordered chairs from, you know, from overseas to be used in the church, and uh, the chairs had arrived, and we were actually paying extra for the storage for, for a storage facility in pool. So we needed to move in as soon as possible. So the purchase went through on the 17th of May, which was my wedding anniversary. Yes. Uh, so double joy. <laughs> Very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, praise God. So we we needed to move. And within three weeks, the place was transformed. It was, uh, yeah, it was a dumping ground. It was, um, it was a big mess. But we thank God, you know, our purpose is to bring life to our community. And God... Breathe, breathe life into the building and is back is live now is alive now and uh, everything fully restored by the grace of god we still have a little bit a one a, a bit of things to do but right now i mean we've done all the works we, we divided the works into phases so phases one and two I've, uh, we've completed phases one and two remaining phase three which we can do th- that whenever it's convenient. Well, of course, the most important thing, of course, is the life of this church. And, and you've That's got right. a load of people who are helping you. That's right. Everything from looking after the children to even the the IT has its own person, leader, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's great that you have so many people stepping up to the mark That's right. to help you in the ministry. So yes. what's it been like? I mean, obviously, you haven't been in there a year, mm-hmm. uh, less than a year, and yet you've done lots of things. You've had, you've had conferences, and on Valentine's Day, you had a very special event. Didn't you? That's right. Yeah, really, relationship, love, marriage, and sex. Um, first of all, let's talk about the people. I think Breath of Life members are amazing people. They are amazing people to pastor. I love them with the whole of my heart. Uh, if the Lord asks me to pastor another church, I would choose Breath of Life because simply because you know um, it's not because they have a special pastor. It's just because these people are special, and I really do love them. When we were doing the repairing the property, everybody came on board, painting, decorating, cleaning, washing, doing all the work. So we only employed people to do some work, the ones we couldn't do professionally. So, for example, CCTV installation, alarms, and all that, we had to get professionals in to do those. But the rest of the works were done by members of the church. Now, with regards to conference, yes, we had a 10th annual Glory Conference that was back in January. Uh, my pastor and spiritual father, Dr. Tunde Bakare, came all the way from Nigeria for this. It was a successful conference to the glory of God. And um, then last weekend, 15th and 16th of February, we had uh, a, a marriage summit for you know for mature singles and uh, married. And, uh, yeah, it was really good because, 
you know, it's one thing for a relationship to be blessed and ordained by God. It's another thing for us to make the relationship work. The Bible says, can two work together unless they be agreed? And so we, we had a good session, and thank God for the marriages that were, you know, restored, that were healed, and for the insight gained during the sessions. So you must be very encouraged, you know, to have the the, the ultimate the chaos that you have to work through when you go into it. We mm-hmm. had it here, moving the radio station. Mm-hmm. You, you, people don't realize you've got so many things to do and building things and equipment to buy and so on. But but actually, of course, your heart is is the spiritual life of the church. That's it? correct. And it's clearly very vibrant. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. I mean, for, for us, we I'm called to be a pastor and a teacher. And we lay a lot of emphasis on the, uh, on the spiritual health on the, of the church. Beyond the beauty, because the beauty is just a tool. It's the people that really matter. The Bible says something in Acts chapter 20. It says, uh, take heed unto yourself and unto the flock which the Holy Spirit has made you an overseer. The people he purchased with his own blood. So these are the people that Jesus purchased with his own blood. So therefore, I dare not joke with them. You know, so we lay a lot of emphasis on that, and we we do lots of teaching and leadership. In fact, every quarter we do leadership conference or leadership training for all our workers, just to equip them for the work of the ministry. You see, Breath of Life is a church with an apostolic mandate to extend the frontiers of God's kingdom by raising champions of faith in the marketplace, who through their faith will you know uh, dominate the sectors that make up a nation. And so we we believe that it is our responsibility to equip people for the work of the ministry. And of course, that's exactly what Jesus did, didn't it? He took that band of of 12 disciples and then they became 72 and then now there are countless millions Mm -hmm. around the world. And I guess that that you've said it about the role of the pastor is is to equip the people so that they can take those positions at all levels of society. That, that's right. In fact, if you look at, um, if you look at, the Bible says something about, if you go to Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1, uh, let me quickly read it. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1. The Bible says that when the Lord your God brings you into the land where you are entering to possess it and clears away many nations before you, the Hittites, the Gagashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hittites, uh, Hivites, sorry, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and stronger than you. God said he was giving these nations to the Israelites. Now, these seven nations, sometimes God used mountains, the Bible used mountains as illustration to illustrate these nations. That's why Isaiah 2, chapter 2, verse 2 says, It shall come to pass that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above other mountains and above every hill, and nations shall be drawn unto it. So these seven nations represent the seven sectors that make up a nation. And what are these seven sectors? Government and politics, media, number three, Arts, entertainment, fashion, and culture. Number four, business, economy, science, technology, healthcare. Number five, family. Number six, religion. Number seven, education. Now, the role we are playing at Breath of Life is to equip God's people so that they can go to the several mountains of uh, several mountains and influence 
these domains for Jesus. And of course, though all of those areas that you talked about, whether it was politics or media mm-hmm. uh, or, or the family even, of course, if, if there are the wrong influences there, it can, it can lead to pain and conflict. Can't it? But, yes. but the opposite then is true, that if you, ha- if you have good godly leadership, mm-hmm. uh, then, then obviously you, uh, you can expect to see blessing and blossom. Absolutely. The Bible says when the righteous is in power, the people rejoice. Well, Toyn, you'll have to come back again and tell me a lot more about the church. We're running out of time and I've got a few yeah. extra features to do. But before before I let you go, we better tell people about how they can go along to the church because you can, you have two services on a Sunday? Uh, we have one service on a Sunday, actually. One service? W- one service. Uh, we, we have a um, workers meeting, which is um, you know the workforce of the church. That starts at 9.30 mm-hmm. and uh, that runs up to 10 o'clock. So the service starts at 10, ends at 12 o'clock. And actually this Sunday we're having a youth service. So the service will be conducted by the youth in the church. It's going to be vibrant. It's going to be amazing. So I'm inviting students, professionals, you know, um, and of course older adults as well. You're more than welcome to be part of the service on Sunday. And that's 10 o'clock, terrifically about noon. Yes, that's as, right. As well, and vibrant worship. Absolutely, I love our worship. Our worship. I is can imagine you Africans, yes. you'd be dancing in the aisles. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, let's uh, let's have a. Uh, and if you want to just check out the, the, the church, I would I would also recommend that you check the website. Out. You've got a very good website, and that's mm-hmm. at info info at b o l f m. That's uh, Breath of Life. Uh, fifth ministries. ministries. So it's B-O-L-F-M. That's all you put in. Info at B-O-L-F-M dot org dot UK. Yeah, that's the email address. So the website will be www.bolfm.org.uk. Yes. Hope FM. Faith-filled radio.